Welcome to the Surviving Outside Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike O'Kelly. One of my favorite quotes is, prepare for the worst, hope for the best. And I think it is something that's kind of understated, but it's a very powerful mindset. Not going in thinking everything is going to be rose-colored glasses and that everything is going to go your way. We're not going to get the breaks that we want 100% of the time. I would say probably 50% of the time, if we got the breaks, we'd be really, really happy. The best thing to do when you walk into any scenario, you walk into a sales call, you walk into a business meeting, you think about your business, anything you do in your life, hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. And what that means is over-prepare for whatever situation that you're going to be encountering. Don't just prepare for the best case scenario. Because a lot of times there is no best case scenario. So for instance, if you're going to prepare for a sales call and you're going to expect everything to go great, where the prospect's going to sit down with you, they're going to turn their device off, they're going to look you in the eye and they're going to let you talk and they're going to have a one-on-one engaged conversation for 15 to 20 minutes. That's the best case scenario. What's really going to happen is they're going to be a few minutes late. Something's going to have blown up that morning or that afternoon before you've met with them, and they're going to be dealing with it. They're going to be in crisis mode. So they're not necessarily going to be fully enamored or engrossed by what you have to say. How do you get them focused? Goes right back to the sales process. How do you bring somebody into your world in order to sell them? Get all the distractions out of the way. Well, you have to prepare for that. You have to think to yourself, okay, if they come in here and their pants are on fire, I can do one of two things. Either I can try to neutralize the situation and continue with the sales call or reschedule. But you want to look professional no matter what you do. And you want to be the person that's cool, calm, and collected. You don't want to add onto the anxiety, the stress of your prospect or client. So therefore, You want to be cool, calm, and collected. You want to have been there, done that, okay? Your prospect who you're talking to may or may not have gone through this exact same scenario. They're looking to guidance for you. And if you start freaking out, they're probably going to think, well, I don't really know if I want to do business with this person. I need somebody who's going to de-stress the situation, is going to lower the temperature in the room, is going to be that voice of reason, that calm that I need to get through this task. Prepare for the worst. Over-prepare. So the hope scenario that you wish, the best scenario that you can wish for, that should be the first thing you do. Okay, That's the lowest level of preparedness, is when things go perfect. Then you start thinking about, okay, what can go wrong? What kind of curveballs are they going to throw? For instance, I was giving a speech. I was giving a talk uh, about a month ago here in Charlotte to the lobby uh, medical sales networking group. And originally I was going to have 30 minutes. And so I started asking questions. I said, okay, I'm going to get 30 minutes. Are people going to be seated or are they going to be standing? And I found out they're going to be standing. Now I have prepared three 45-minute keynote speeches. And I've built up the framework where I can just 
plug and play different stories. I can plug and play different sections. And so the, the talk that I was going to give, I just pulled out a couple sections to make it 30 minutes. But then I heard that it was going to be, uh, people were going to be standing. Now, if you're listening right now, if you've ever been anywhere and you're standing and somebody's giving a talk, you want thing, you want that thing to end and you want it to end quickly. So I shaved 10 minutes off. I said, I can get people engaged for 20 minutes. That's not a problem. So I prepared for 20 minutes. I pulled out 10 more minutes. So from my original talk, it was about 45 minutes. I pulled out 25 minutes, more than half. That's okay. I prepared for 20 minutes. Now, I thought to myself, okay, what happens if I started running through different scenarios? What happens if it's super loud and people can't hear me? I'm going to have to cut this thing short. What happens if the audio is not great? What happens if I don't feel like they're super engaged? So I started running through all these different scenarios. And there was about 10 different scenarios that I had prepared for. Mentally in my mind, when I'm in the car role-playing, again, this is what I do in the car. I don't, I either listen to podcasts, I listen to books, or I role play. I'm either trying to educate myself, be up to date with what's happening in the business and sales world, or I am practicing on my craft. Those are the three things that I'm doing in the car. I'm not listening to music. I'm not um, focusing on anything else besides what I have to do to prepare for the next big thing that I have. I highly recommend you do the same if you want to accelerate and you want to be as prepared as possible. Well, I drove to the venue because I'd never been to that place before. And I got a tour from the manager and found out exactly where I was going to be performing. I was going to be on a stage. You know, it was a one-foot stage platform, which is good. At least I'd be elevated. But I am 6'4", so I'm pretty much one of the tallest people in any groups no matter what. But that was going to be an advantage. The disadvantage was, was it was a very open room. It was not a closed room. So people were going to be distracted. Okay, not a big deal. People are going to be distracted, but I have to be aware of those things. What I did not plan for, although I did I did pivot quickly because I had already prepared in a similar fashion, was when we showed up, we were told that we are not allowed to have any equipment on stage because the DJ that night was going to be coming in. So that just went from 20 minutes now down to 15 because we had to be off the stage by a certain time. And so now it was cut down to 15. So I had to pull another section out of my talk. But imagine if I had walked in thinking I was going to get 30 minutes and then I had to do 15. I would have been freaking out. Instead, I just pulled one section out, a section that I knew was five minutes. And it was a story, it was a it was a story that I could tell with the talk. I already had one story, I was going to have two. I pulled that story out, 15 minutes. Those are the things that are going to elevate your sales. Little things like that, that quite frankly, I don't feel enough people are talking about. If you've listened to this podcast, you've already heard this. If you're new, what I try to talk about are things outside of closing. Closing is very important. Asking for the business is critical. However, I believe that there are massive amounts of steps just to get you to that point, just to get give you the opportunity to close somebody for the business. If you take a football field, imagine we all start at the 25, our own 25-yard line. There's a touchback, and we're at the 25-yard line. 
I want to talk about how do you get from the 25 yard line to the red zone. That's the first discussion that has to take place in the sales world. Forget about everything else. Forget about this isn't overtime in college where everybody gets the ball in the red zone or 25 yard line just outside the red zone. But you know my point, like that's not how sales is. We don't just walk in and we're automatically in the red zone talking about closing with our prospects. There are so many steps that go in front of that you have to deal with. But I don't find a lot of people talking about it. And I don't know why. So that's one of the reasons why I am talking about being prepared and being uber prepared. Prepare for the worst. Hope for the best. If you prepare, I'm telling you right now, it has happened to me so many times and countless times when I have prepared for the worst and then it wasn't even nearly as bad as I thought in my head it was going to be. I had, I was brimming with confidence, not that I lack it anyway. But I was just brimming with confidence. Like when I was playing baseball and somebody threw an 82 mile an hour fastball right down the middle, I knew I was going to hit it out of the yard. There's just no question I was going to hit it out of the yard. Because I had practiced for something that was much more chaotic, much more difficult, much more stressful than what actually happened. So in your sales process, whatever your process may be, push yourself. And think about what could go wrong, prepare for that and over-prepare for those scenarios and constantly be reevaluating because no matter how well you prepare, something is going to come in where you think to yourself, wow, I never thought that was going to happen. Just don't be surprised or fooled by that again. Prepare for the perfect response when things go sideways for the next time. That is how you progress in your career, and that's how you get better, and that's how you hit your goals, hit your numbers, live the life you want through this great game we call sales. Thank you so much. Really do appreciate it. I hope you have a great rest of your day. If you want to reach out to me, you can go to mikeokelly.com slash connect. That's M-I-K-E-O-K-E-L-L-Y.com slash connect, or reach out to me, Mike, at Surviving Outside Sales. Really do appreciate it. Hope everybody has a great rest of the day. We'll see you tomorrow. Surviving Outside Sales. Bye-bye.